Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to episode, I believe it's 64 of Car Selling Secrets. Uh, 65. 65. Six, you're Welcome always to off. Car Selling Secrets. I believe this is... <laughs> I didn't make it five seconds before I effed it up. Two in-studio special guests uh, joining us today. First is... Oh, Michael Bilski. There you go. Nice North guy. American Banking Company. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it, but no, I guess no, you no, forgot no. my name. Oh, the reason to bring you pointed. Pe- the reason to yeah. bring people in is so that it's yeah. not just one person. Just talking. not one Let's voice. Let's see if the, the next per- guest. Gets I'll do it. it. Here, I'll do this. Okay. Uh, please welcome our friend, banker Hal Greenwood. Oh. <laughs> I'm not supposed to swear, am I? <laughs> I like Tom. Just also joining go, Mike in the studio. Tom Ryan. Tom Ryan's here. Andy Brad Bernard. Tommy's here. Yeah, okay. God, Pat, it's just, Pat Eberts is here, too. We're yes. ready for national distribution. We'll be right back <laughs> after these exciting announcements. <laughs> you know that. Oh, that's right. What the hell's wrong with you? We'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Are we gonna, I thought we, we were going to do Dougie or anything. No, no, the whole thing's a Walzer commercial, The whole thing basically. is a Walzer commercial. Well, then it ruined everything for me because I was going to go with the, here's Doug, so stand by and stand. What, what did he say? Stand and by and stand, stand, stand by and stand, stand down. Not stand oh, no. down. Stand back and stand down. That's it. Stand back and or stand, stand yeah. by. Let's stand do, back and stand by. Let's yeah. not use that as a Walzer intro. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> it'll be on... Uh, I'll have to be on Indeed for the rest of my life. Okay, let me ask you a question, because I looked it up, because I'd never heard of the Proud Boys. I don't know who the hell the Proud Boys were, right? Everything that I saw said it's a Cuban group in Miami that formed to, uh, to forward 
anti-Castro rhetoric yeah, in Miami. I don't know. That doesn't. From the research I've done, they seem to be a modern version of the KKK. The the ones out of Vancouver, because those are the guys. The guys that were in Washington and Oregon were from Vancouver, Canada. They're well, not even I mean, American. They've been around for a while. They were in Charlottesville when that happened. Were they? And, yeah. I don't just, even. Who are they? I heard there's like four of them. Yeah, I don't think they matter. How the hell they get around so much? I don't know. I don't get it, man. Well, you were in a gang when you were a kid, Bilski. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, before we get started, and who knows where these conversations are going today. Oh, it's not going to be pretty. I wanted to read one uh, car-related story that will reinforce everything Tom says about what's wrong with the world. This is from Detroit. Love it. Uh, the past two leaders of well, the we United Auto Workers Sorry. Union are now admitted felons. Dennis Williams, who served as a union president from 14 to 18, pled guilty Wednesday to embezzling money from the members he once led. Surprise. His admission comes almost four months after his successor, Gary Jones, pled guilty to similar charges (laughs) as a year-long federal corruption probe. One more thing, and knowing you guys are uh, what you like to do for fun, you'll appreciate this. Federal officials last year raided the homes of Jones, Williams, and other UAW officials. Officials, boy, I can't read. Williams was handcuffed and held at gunpoint as agents searched his home. As part of the guilty plea, Williams has agreed to forfeit custom-made set of Titleist golf clubs, golf clothing, equipment seized during the raid, and some Cuban cigars. Wow. So these UAW guys are just... Not, they're not just guys. They were the head of the yeah. United Auto Air. These are big shots. Well, they, they Why aren't they being murdered like they Hoffa? For, yeah, they I was going to say that. I didn't remember two. what happened to Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> that didn't work out too well. What, did they ever find any part of him? Yeah, really. No. Well, the whole industry is... Remember Hands Across America? Yes. It's like that, but everyone's stabbing each other in the back instead of holding hands. <laughs> exactly. Just a that is a global dark, dark chain vision. of backstabbing. Oh, people are so greedy and vicious and horrible now. Um, maybe the worst ever. It's disgusting. Well, in in this modern age, and I guess this could lead into banking, perhaps. With Great. all the electronic, oh! no, 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 no. Let me get my point across okay. before you start picking on me, Bilski. <laughs> all right, Jesus, I'll have some patience. <laughs> so, with all the electronic data trail today that wasn't around pre-internet, it's got to be really easy to get caught doing this sort of stuff, right? Yes. You would versus think. the old days. Well, and this would be uh, bank I, fraud, embezzlement, whatever you call the white collar crime. Well, I think the the real problem is the banks have the trails and the information. It's how it uh, goes into the government. You know, it used to be that the ten thousand uh, dollar currency transaction reports were all mailed in. I or, believe we call that OFAC, right? No, or OFAC is three hundred. Well, there's the CTRs from a bank standpoint, and then you have the SARS. Car dealers probably have to fill out the CTRs. When uh, they get cash for cars, but um, over ten grand, yeah, over yeah. ten grand, yeah. And uh, but it's over three grand if you think it's suspicious. So if really? so, you know, you, you yeah. have to follow those. The the real problem was the government didn't have any way to uh, track all those. You know, they were going in by hand. It took the government systems years to catch up, and uh, you know that's where we're at. That's why with the latest. Um, you know the uh, gift checks or the whatever. <clears throat> excuse me, the incentive checks for twelve hundred dollars. That's why a bunch of uh, you know whether the deceased people or people that didn't file taxes or they moved, the government didn't have any way to 
merge their systems. The Social Security system has one system. The IRS has another. And, you know, they're, they're very antiquated still. So yeah. that, that's where some it. of that goes. Yeah. I mean, you found that out with it. your uh, duplicate uh, unemployment thing mm-hmm. the last time I was well, here. Well, so. somebody tried to scam yeah. me. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, they, they don't really have I actually have the... thought it was Walzer's new way of letting people yeah. <laughs> know that they were fired. You just right. got... I don't believe that. was denied. Yeah. State yeah. of Minnesota. Oh, this doesn't feel good. Wait a minute. But, you know, uh, transactions, we... You know, we can track them. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of ways to track them. And, you know, if you're using your card, and we can track that. But, you know, that's why gift cards have become so popular uh, because they're untraceable, really. You go buy the gift card, and then you can do whatever you want with it. So that's why what Mike's talking about, and a lot of people don't know this. Uh, and it's not just car dealers, it's any business place. If somebody transacts, uh, and the dollar amount is paid in cash, and it's ten thousand dollars or more. We have to report that to the federal government. And Tom, I think you know there was a Cadillac dealer in town. This mm-hmm. was years ago, probably thirty-five years ago. The finance—they were basically selling cars to pimps for cash. Wait, that wasn't in Roseville, was it? I think it might have been. <laughs> well, you can say, you can't, why won't uh, you say his name? He, well, he was convicted. I, you know, He's gone. Because he, yeah, he is. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was Long Cadillac, and, yeah. and Dick Long was the owner. He wasn't part of it, but the finance manager. In the phone book, it was and Long I, Dick. And I, I think was going to say, his name was Dick Long. <laughs> okay, he's a reti- I think he was a former St. Paul Long police Richard. officer. Too, Long so Richard. Show some respect. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the general manager and the finance manager wound up yeah. in the federal hotel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so nowadays you just thing. can't, you know, do that. Don't mean none it just of that. all depends on who's paying attention, really. Yeah. The information's there. It's just, is anyone reading it? Well, well was, whether they're processing it or not. Probably. And who was one of his biggest clients? I'll never forget his name as long as I live. Hmm. You remember? Plukey Duke. Oh, Plukey Duke. Plukey Duke. Randy Qualley's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. So he, exactly. He, here was the sad part about Dick was, I'd met him a few times. A friend of mine worked for him. He's a great guy. Within a year and a half, he basically lost his dealership because the employees pulled that fraud. Uh, his wife died of cancer, oh. and one of his sons was at Grand Old Days, standing in the crowd on the corner of Lexington and Grand, and the street light fell down, hit him in the head, and really him. effed him up. I mean, Dick had I just... Think, didn't oh it kill him? Oh, my God. I don't think it killed oh. him, uh, but... Jesus, that's a nice run. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess maybe you should have believed in God there, Dick. <laughs> I guess, man. See, that's... Uh, how, how, how long was the period all that happened? Uh, like I think it was a year and a half. I mean, this oh, was probably Jesus. 1985, yeah. and it's you know my memory's foggy from last Wednesday. <laughs> Going back, you mean yesterday years is a little or tougher? Yeah. A week? A week ago? Okay. Yesterday I had <laughs> peanut butter for there breakfast. <laughs> See, you know, Bilski to this day says, "God, please no more." And I met him like 20 years ago, so it's been a, you know. <laughs> He's been cursed with my presence for 20 years, and he's still bitching about it. No, I've never bitched. <laughs> I've never out bitched loud. about it. Yes, out yeah, loud, thanks, anyway. Andy, out loud. Yeah. That's exactly right, out loud. I have a, I have a banking. This is really isn't a banking question. It's really more of a finance question. I was thinking sure. about this. When I started in the business, Daisy. that Daisy's digging for Daisy. snails here. Yeah, in the, she's yes. digging for something. Uh, when I started in the car business, uh, auto loans were not simple interest. In other words, the interest was front loaded rule of like a mortgage. The yeah. Rule of, of seventy-eight. Yeah, yep. And they changed that. Why? I think I know the answer, but why did they change auto loans to simple interest? And what that means is, 
if you take out a four-year car loan and you're paying $4,000 over the course of the loan and interest, you're basically paying $1,000 a year um, divided out by the payment. But in Rule of 78, it's the interest is front-loaded like on your mortgage yep. where, you know, your initial mortgage payments mm -hmm. on a 30-year mortgage, you're, you're paying very, very little principal. Yeah. Why did they switch to simple interest for car loans and a lot of consumer loans and oh. not mortgages? Well, they they are for mortgages as well. They're, oh, they are? Yeah. They're, um, it's all based on compliance, all calculating the APR. So it all comes down. They wanted to um, – the government came in with a way to – uh, standardize how interest rates were disclosed. So every time you sign for a loan, you get an APR disclosure, which is the annual percentage rate, and that factors in fees, anything that you paid up front. And so all based on those calculations, they're all the same, so you can compare a loan at Walzer to a, another dealer or another dealer. So that's why you oh, do that. Or you could go to the bank hmm. and say, this is the rate the bank is going to give you, this is what Walzer is giving you, and you can subtract figure that out and compare so that's why okay all right well there you have it so i have a question for you about banking just yes, sir. as i'm looking for a car approximately what's the max number of co-signers i could have <laughs> <laughs> theoretically or approximately <laughs> eight billion apparently <laughs> i think i think our four, friend. i think our forms only take four, <laughs> okay. Okay. four, four see, we got four in the room <laughs> right. Right. Are, are you on the outs with your cousins that's again a, that's a start <laughs> you'll anyway. be good to go um, we're going to take a break here, Andy. I, I got to re read something to you, but we're probably going to have to edit it out the posted version of the show because it's the, the worst word in the English language. Oh. Go ahead. I, 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 um, from a UAW member. Gee, I wonder who that is. I don't think it's a, I Yeah, I wonder. You ready? A UAW worker sends the email to Car Selling Secrets. Embezzlement would certainly explain why that <laughs> Williams allowed our union dues to be raised again. <laughs> Whoops! <Yeah. laughs> Holy crap. That's well, a little harsh, don't you think? I didn't see anything in the automotive news article about that part. Oh, but there is a picture. We'll be, we'll be right back. There is a picture. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner. They hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Got an interesting story. We were talking off air about Ferrari's rear-ending trucks on uh, in Edina. Yep. And if you look at the back of a truck, uh, semis and straight trucks, you'll see bars that are dropping down. 
Yep. And that's a safety device, and it was it became law after I think it was Jane Mansfield rear-ended oh, a truck yeah. and died. So beheaded her, right? Yep. Yeah, cut her head right yeah, off. People every so often will get decapitated when they went underneath a semi yep. in those low yep. cars. Here's I the, always assumed that was for backing into the loading docks, but no, it makes no, more sense of James for safety. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta do what we can to protect the hot chicks. I gotta <laughs> tell you go. one thing. If Andy, it was one of us. They were like, <laughs> she was pre-airbag. Right, yeah, she was yeah. for your bag. She, she had, had her own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I saw that took my coming, baby. Oh. Uh, and we saw show. that coming. Andy, you should have seen the look on Andy's face yesterday. <laughs> this is a car selling secret story. The look on Andy's face yesterday. I announced on the show yesterday that Rolls Royce oh, is yeah. putting out an economy model for people. Do you know about this? Mm-mm. Do you know about this, Michael? No. Huh? They're putting out an economy model, and they showed it. it's a beautiful, beautiful car. It's called, called the post-opulent model. The post-opulent model, So exactly. opulent, you know, being right. expensive, basically. Sure? So this so is, this is, a post-opulent this is their inexpensive This model. is their inexpensive model, the brand-new Rolls-Royce. And Andy goes, so it's not that expensive. So I'd still probably got to be, what, like forty grand. I said, $400,000. Yeah. <laughs> how can you call something budget model and then have it be 400 Like budget airplane, okay, but for a so, car. Exactly. Here's the crazy thing. So I have a client who's a Rolls dealer, and they have a, they had a lease special. This is for real. And it was 60 k upfront, normal upfront fees, forty nine ninety five a month, so five grand. But here was the kicker, 200 miles a month. That's, that's all you could drive. Well, that's all they drive those Rolls Royces that's anyway. The allotment, so you get twenty four hundred miles a year. I'm like, oh my come God. on, that's about what I drive. Wow. That's for real. So hey. yeah, but wow. here's a crazy thing about the uh, so the Ferrari that the problem with this is uh, diminished value. Sure, yeah. and that's the oh, yeah. sort of hot topic right now in the because now you have a car, even though it it may have been really negligible damage, who, who buys a painted Ferrari and the answer Billy is Billy Ward no, yeah, yeah Billy Ward yeah. ends up no oh. uh, insider joke yeah no and Billy at least Billy's smart enough to know the cars and do all that kind of stuff but I mean that is he's our high line buyer for yeah. the whole company he buys um, used half million dollar but cars. those are and I I, I, uh, I had bought a I had a a uh, nice car, and a guy rear-ended me very slightly. It was very little damage, but I, I had the new the temporary permit on it, and so and the guy was, he stopped, he was on his phone, he accelerated, hit my car, and oh, the yeah. damage was six seven grand or something. And I said, going to fix it, but I'm going to have to go after your insurance company because we've diminished. And so we went to, uh, I did. The insurance company denied it. We went to court, and the judge said. Uh, so I just want to make sure I understand this. And he said, so they, he hit your car. And I said, yep. And the insurance company fixed it. And I said, yep. And to your satisfaction, I said, yes. And he said, and now you want more money. And I said, you're following along. And he said, do they do that? And I said, we're about to find out. Um, <laughs> and he said, okay, proceed. And I said, here's the deal. If you had two of the exact same car and they're the same price, same mileage, everything's the same, but one's had paintwork, which and one a, are you and buying? And a bad Carfax. And a bad Carfax. And, and so he awarded me the uh, yeah. verdict at that point. And so it's a very legitimate thing because the truth is I would not have bought the car had it had Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, that's got to be a hard thing in your world, too, because if you're lending on something, 
um, I wonder, you know, so you land on a luxury car and now you get a branded title of some kind. Yeah, um, luxury title would be tough for us. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna. Someone's gonna it's take like the air, hit. It's like airplanes; they fly away, boats they sink, and yeah, and land falls <laughs> in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah exactly. Not the only thing yeah. that's forever actually is a copyright. Um, but you, and that's it. Yeah, you just have to be careful. But you know, the other day I uh, was putting uh, my boat away and walked through uh, the boat works, and they had a brand new uh, wave runner, or you know, one of those wake boats, and mm-hmm. um, so I just happened to say, you know. Uh, and they said one hundred and seventy-five thousand. Oh, they're, they're crazy. And, how much and those boats so, are. so I looked at him. I said, "Well, so on an annual basis, that's three fifty. And he said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Well, I think you can only wakeboard here six months a year." And I said, "That that's being generous." Yeah. And I never looked at it that way. And I said, "Yeah, I mean, boats are out of hand, but uh, people are buying them, you know, because." Yeah. We're finding out nobody wants to travel anymore. Nobody wants to go other places to vacation. So vacation around here, that's where people are spending their money. So is banking business then, uh, automotive business is strong. Everything I can find out there is strong. So I'm assuming the Commercial real estate's a little off. Yeah. It is. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's uh, off a little. It depends, though. You know, there's uh, different um, schools of thought on that. There's... um, I read an article in Bloomberg, I believe it was the other day, where they talked about the high-rise office space and how some businesses are taking the advantage to give their workers more space and uh, be a a more friendly environment to work where others are really cutting their costs and trying to shrink it. And they did an analysis, and if you look at salaries, for most businesses, that's the biggest expense. Mm -hmm. So why are you working so hard to cut down on your rent when you can give a little extra benefit, and if you squeeze them and get them all tight, they're not going to be happy to work there. So you're probably better off maybe spreading out some of that cost uh, and doing it that way than just trying to squeeze all your employees into smaller. So I think, you know, as we adjust here, um, it, commercial real estate will come back. It's just, you know, we got we got to fund the police. we got to fund rules. we got to fund laws. And we have to enforce them. And that's how you protect values. What do and, we need with police? Oh, there we go. So I have a question, though. When you look at a banking portfolio, uh, um, do you try to regulate how much of it goes into automotive, how much of it goes into recreational stuff? Yeah. And so you get a balanced portfolio so you're not at risk? We try to, yeah. We try our best, but, you know, uh, it, it's spread out. Uh, commercial real estate, they're, they're the larger transactions, so that tends to be a bigger percentage of your loans. But then we do the C&I, the commercial and industrial, where we're maybe basing it on receivables and fixed assets and things like that. And then we have our mortgages, and then we have mortgages that we sell. And then we do uh, consumer and consumer uh, product loans. So. so it's interesting. I went to my – I've been with a little bank. I live out in – the western suburbs and i banked with them for nearly 30 years Proud and Jones, just, that's your dad um <laughs> no that's uh it's called lake community bank yeah. just a small outfit sure. but um and so i said i was gonna i'm thinking about a car and i was curious what the car loans and they all to they didn't say it but they just said we're, we don't do much automotive lending yeah and not it, interested well and the problem is the dealers uh you know the um uh, the car industry has pretty much gone vertical, and they found a niche where they could make the loans. Uh, you know, for a while, the uh, automotive companies had a lot of cash, so they were making their loans, and it was a good return on their investment. They would keep the customer and everything like that, so it was pretty hard for banks to compete. But, 
you know, if you have a, a credit-worthy borrower that doesn't need three pages of guarantors, right. um, but, uh, you know, you can uh, give them a pretty competitive rate still, and they can get the price, uh, whether it's rebates or other things. So, you know, some of the rebates now are tied if you do a loan in-house right. with that's a right. dealer and things like that. So it is hard for us to compete on those types of loans. But See, that's you know. a, here's the weird thing about that, and, and, and what Mike's talking about is some manufacturers, I think Chrysler and General Motors are famous for this. They'll have a, uh, a say, $1,000 rebate, but you have to finance through right. their financial institutions. And it's not like you pay outrageous interest. It's based on your credit. But there's nothing. But let's say you get the $1,000 rebate at Chrysler and you sign out at 4%. It's a decent rate. Yeah. But after 30 days, you, you can refinance yeah. the deal with Mike or somebody else at 3 and a quarter percent and they just I, I, I wonder if their strategy is that most people are just too lazy to do that. Well, I think most people don't simply pay it off, right? You get comfortable, it yeah, costs you a couple hundred bucks, and you do Yeah, it. and, you know, the, the price difference on a monthly basis isn't Nothing. that big one. So, you know, yeah. people well, have to yeah, make yeah, the effort. Yeah, but you've never sat across and, a closing table oh, arguing Jesus. about $12 yeah, yeah. a month on a $47,000 oh, car. Sure, Well, we yeah. really have never thought of going much over $407. Yeah. Oh, so four is going to kill you? Right, now I can't. Really? I have my dream car. That's, so that's uh, half of what we do, actually. Right. Yeah. So, Mike, what? Who? Uh, when you look at the defaults in your world, is there an industry that you see the, that's more challenging than others? Is it mortgages? Is it cars? Is it recreation? Is it? I, I mean, I don't know where the. It's uh, restaurants. Restaurants. Restaurants is the toughest industry. You, mm-hmm. you, uh, in order to and that's operate pre-COVID, I would assume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. pre-COVID, you know, because restaurants are. Uh, they try to do it with uh, as little capital as possible, and that's how they start and get going. And uh, um, you, if you have a restaurant that's well capitalized and has been around for a while, it, it, it'll do fine. But uh, a restaurant, uh, mom and pop type of thing that uh, isn't very well capitalized, it doesn't really have much of a chance. Yeah, tons well, of leverage it, plus razor thin margins yeah. isn't yeah. a good uh, combination. Well, at no. least with a car, you can come get it. Well, if you can find it sometimes, yeah. you know, and sometimes they sell it ahead of time. <laughs> right. you know. But you get that. I mean, you have to have a lean release or, I mean, it's well, it's got to be a little bit complicated. It can be, but, uh, you know, people uh, steal cars and trade them and, you yeah. know, so. we got to take a break it makes here. It tough. But, uh, i got to believe that supermarkets don't exactly have the massive margins either. No. What about 2% I heard? 2%. Yeah, but they've always made it up on volume. Yeah, That's true. Volume. There is a lot of volume yeah, there. Yeah. 2% is the percent of uh, revenue? That's about what car dealers do. Anyway, we'll be back after this break with more of the uh, Tom and Mike show. (laughs) Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. I want to bring up one thing before you reintroduce the final segment of Car Selling Secrets. Mr. Bilski, who is the most famous person you know? That I know? Yeah. Don't say Tom Bernard. Yeah, don't say that. That would be not a good plan. The most famous person (laughs) you know. Do say Tom Bernard. There's so many. I don't know. Well, see, there you go. I suppose... uh, well, I, Tim Ivory, Jeff Bezos, I met at uh, Old Head in uh, Ireland. His head does look kind of old, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say I know him. Yeah, uh, what's your definition of no? Yeah, I would have to say you. you I mean, you're you're the most. Uh, you should ask influent. Tom who the most famous person is that he knew. Okay, Tom. Well, knew. Yeah, exactly. So I know I met and uh, had lunch with Harper Lee. The author of To Kill a Mockingbird. Not bad. was a big one. (laughs) You know, Um, not bad. Yeah. And that was over a fundraising thing for, you remember Jack Jablonski? Sure. Yeah. A young hockey yeah. player. Hockey player so from he him, went so to yeah. school with from my Breck. kids yeah. from Benilte Margaret. Yeah, yeah. Yep. don't say Breck in front of um, my yeah. kids. <laughs> BSN. My yeah. kids and, uh, were there at the same, or my niece go. and nephew. Uh, ah, would have graduated with my yeah. son and daughter okay. then probably too. So, yeah, so we did a bunch of, I'm a book guy, and so I got a bunch of authors. to. Yeah. And she ironically decided to pitch in after not having signed books for just 60 short years. Yeah, and so, <laughs> short years. That's right. pretty nice, though. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Great Very nice of you to do that, too. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, I know some Fed people, but you know they're pretty famous. But you don't want to bring them up. Well, you don't like them, so what? What like Federal Reserve? You know, what? I don't like the Federal Reserve. I thought yeah. I did. I love their free samples. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're free samples. Yeah, you can exactly. talk about that. Oh, yeah, show it to. Uh, oh, is it um, good? Go well. Ahead. The list of the five most offensive swear words. No, no, we're not going to be doing that. It's uh, they had a big fundraising dinner for oh my God. Trump and uh, out on Lake Minnetonka. But you know, in in their defense, that's pretty common. The Democrats do that too. It's very it's, common. Yeah, yeah it was a quarter good. mill to have dinner with Bill and Hillary in 2016, and it was two twenty to have, but per couple, so it's really only one ten a piece. Oh, that's it. I'm sure there was free drinks. How about, yeah. how about could I, could did I, you I, see what Trump said about in, in Duluth yesterday? Uh-uh. Trump in Duluth said, if I don't win this election, I'm never coming back. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that. Why would you say that? Well, we could only hope. There you go. Um, Why would you ever he, say something like really that? He really said that. Yes. Yeah. He said, if I lose this election, I'm never coming back See, if here. It's like if, rock bands. It's like, Indianapolis, yeah. we love you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, have another hit. Exactly. We, we all need to enforce and try to get term limits. That's the, Yeah, we really is, do. This is out of control. It starts really at the is. House and the Senate. And Couldn't agree more. They're all bad. They're yeah, not nice people. I think the message is get out and vote. I mean, yes. really, to everybody, it's yep. whatever your side of it is doesn't really matter, but you got a voice and they all count. Yes. And right. so get what out there and just, do it. What if we all just boycott voting? 
literally no then one in the Kanye country votes. Kanye West will be president. <laughs> well, yeah. so you look yeah. at that. Yeah. Those are interesting. So, yeah. um, and I don't know, but I think we'd have to say where are those votes for Kanye West, and I think we all know where they go. Yes. And so those yeah. are not by accident that they're on the ballot. Those are very strategically placed. Right. Um, A friend of mine explained it this way, and I thought it, I thought he was right. He says, you know, you're not picking a marriage partner you're picking public transportation take the bus that gets you closer to where you want to go yeah okay so i have a question for you you said it well the other day on the radio oh and Um, you thought that was shitty no that was good (laughs) Uh, that was a disaster i I think i think you have to separate the personalities and the policies Mm -hmm. you do and you have to go with the policies it's very tough Mm -hmm. but you have to go with the policies that you think makes sense the the guy who founded uh BET was on uh, uh, CNBC yesterday, and uh, you know that Robert that's Johnson, Robert Johnson, and that's what he, you know, was saying. You, you know, what, you might not like what's being said, but you have to follow the policies that are going to get you, like you said, Doug, where you want to go. Right. Yeah, and, this is uh, the same guy, by the way. Robert that's the John- hard part. Robert Johnson wants twelve trillion dollars in reparations. I, you know. I, well, that's a settle down, Robert. You're a billionaire. Yeah, Relax. Right, right. Did you guys see it when Kimmel was hosting the award show recently and he was announcing the uh, award for the best reality talk show and he made a comment that something about don't worry, former losers have become presidents. Oh, um, boy. And I was like, whoa. Um, bold <laughs> statement, but uh, true. Yeah, it is. You just, you got to get out and vote, Andy. You can't. You can't boycott by... Yeah, Andy. It, it says nothing. I'm so. saying what if literally no one in the entire country votes? Well. <laughs> then what are they going to do, huh? Yeah, well. Didn't think of that, did you, well, founding I mean, fathers? <laughs> do you think people are looking at this like no matter who they vote for, they lose? Yes. Like, that's kind of what everybody's talking to me about. Is that both of these guys are yeah. just, Jesus, really? This is what we got? This is it, huh? Well, I, you know, I will say the change uh, from the last... Uh, uh, president to the current president it, it made it easier for banking in general it because did, yeah. compliance laws and things and and i think that's better for the the country that you can get things done faster and do those kinds of things i, I don't know if going back to uh pre uh president trump makes any sense from a compliance standpoint so we'll see where it goes what the hell? Sorry. In your own show, you don't know how to <laughs> right. get rid of the show it's, ruined. It's Mr. Walzer telling say tell Belsky to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Who is that guy? Tell Bilsky to shut up. That's all we want to know. A Republican who was a huge Angie Craig fan, by the way. Who's that? Paul. Oh, Paul's at Big Angie. Yeah, Craig. Angie Craig's episode. very, very nice. I, he she is a very nice person. But he's a big Klobuchar. Uh, yeah, well, supporter he, also. She yeah. saved his dealership. Yeah, once. but I mean, there's a there's a personality that uh, you know you, it's hard not to get behind. Well, her I was in the front row of, when that happened, and we got the letter, Mike, uh, back in the recession that we're right. going to lose our you know, number one Buick store in the state. That and his first weird. call was to Michelle Bachman, and she wouldn't take his call. Right. So he went, well, "Let's who's the senator? Let's try." What do you mean? Yeah. Wait a minute. Right. She wouldn't take Paul's call. No. Nope. Yeah. Take the and money. He had, suppo- he, had, not the he call. had supported to her. He was a donor to a, uh, her <laughs> Michelle Bachman's campaign. You know what's funny about that? She used to call into my show all the time. She would just call into my show, right? So we'd put her on all the rest of it. I got on an airplane one time, and I'm sitting there, and here she comes walking by. I said, hey, Michelle, how you doing? It's Tom Bernard. And she goes, hey, how are you? 
just walked right by me. Yeah. That's about how I feel when I'm getting on an airplane, too. So I flew out to Boston on Sunday to work with a dealer, and so I was right up in, uh, in row one, and everybody was getting on, and a guy came barreling on, kind of backpack, a 40-year-old guy, and no face mask. And I mean, you got to have one to get even this far. So right. The flight attendant said, uh, boy, you need to put on your mask, and he said, I don't have one. And so she said, well, good news, I've got extra. And right, so right. gave him one, and he goes on back. And the flight attendant comes up about a minute later and said, 28C won't put on his mask. Oh, God. So the lead flight attendant went back, and uh, she came back up and said to the captain, 28C refuses. So now the captain gets up, and this is no small guy. This, he's, got, he's got his mask on, but pretty intimidating eyes. He comes back and gets on the little thing to the gate agent and said, get the guy off my airplane. There and so go. they came down, <clears throat> escorted him off, and as he was leaving, he let us know that he did have rights. And I said to the captain, what, what happens? And he said, he just, uh, they'll take him out, they'll cancel his flights, and by the time he hits the end of the terminal, he's get gets two years on the do not fly list right for really? all for all, all airlines? airlines yeah really it's a, yep. a rule it's so a law do i know the guys i don't gonna... have any idea it's you John know Hines. and i'm like the good news is is i suspect greyhound even makes you wear a mask yeah. on his way to yeah. boston yeah, because now right. you're you're stranded in Minneapolis, and you got no ticket, and nobody's letting you on. Why do that? I still don't understand. Why is it such a big deal to these people to wear it? I don't want to wear the mask. I don't think the masks do a damn thing, but I wear it everywhere I go. I think you a lot of people... Think seatbelt. Let, yeah. let, yeah. let me ask you guys a mask question. I know we brought this up on the show last week. Do you know anybody in the last seven months that's come down with a cold? No. Yeah. Oh, yes. do you do? Okay. Yeah. I haven't. My had, wife's I home with one that. right now, and every time you, oh, okay. she sneezes, it it's like penicillin in a petri yeah, dish. The whole room clears. Yeah, but she's <laughs> faking it just to, so she doesn't have yeah. to go near you. Exactly. Well, That's why she's doing. Exactly. Tom's not traveling as much as <laughs> yeah. I used to. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're home way too she much. Probably caught it from her boyfriend. Well, she's the only anyway. one that I know. Because I, 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 I. Oh I my know. God! Really? That's what you're going to go with? No, I, I'm staying <laughs> no. clear of it. I, I actually thought I had one in a little bit of a sore throat, and it went away in a day, and she got it. And um, yeah, but it's yeah. I, you know, I don't know. You just do it. I do. I look at exactly. it. It's a seatbelt. It's a rule. It is, it is what, it, what is. it is. It is. Yep. And yep. let's all follow it and get over this thing as quick as we can. And yes, then I think we'll be there's on a lot of people out there who, if you told them to continue drinking water, they would stop and die right. just to you know I'm because you're doing, telling them yeah, what to well, do. That's true. No matter that what is it true. is. How, how long have you lived with your dad? <laughs> Oh, wow. Shots Boy, look at the time. Can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough for all the time. But the whole I got rights thing just oh, makes God, me cringe. I got rights. I never realized there were so many constitutional God. lawyers walking amongst us. Yeah, yeah, isn't that the truth? That is the, everything is a right now, no matter what, it, no matter how the littlest thing, yep. it's a human right or it's a legal right or a constitutional We forgot about the right. word privilege. Well, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Constitution yeah. is yep. granted us privileges to do things. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had that discussion with my son when we were, he was younger and he had pretty long hair and he pulled his hair back to put his lacrosse helmet on and he had put gauges in his ears. Oh, God. And so I'm in the front seat and I'm like, now, in my hand. And so we went through this whole ordeal and 
And he told me the, I have rights, you know, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, you do, the food and water yeah. and school yeah. or everything <laughs> else, <laughs> like a phone and a TV and right. a car are privileges. It's true. Yeah, and it's so true. I, it's out of control. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, everybody's got, everybody loves being a victim. Mm. They just love, I'm a victim. But I've said it before. Even if you victimize me, I would never allow you to know that I'm a victim. It's the last thing I would admit to. Yeah. Empowering someone else. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. Not mm-hmm. happening. Doug, what? that would vibe quickly, and you made no effort whatsoever. <laughs> and it's perfect. That's me. <laughs> it's perfect. Low a, effort, high reward. Can we make it's a last the, the call out dream. to the uh, listeners for potential co-signers for Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Help Tom get a Ferrari. <laughs> Help Tom get a Ferrari <laughs> from Bill's That's game. 561 He's entitled. You know right. they, yeah. I have rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's entitled. That's they say exactly the two right. things we're not supposed to talk about are religion and politics. We've been talking about politics on yeah. Car Selling Secrets forever. So next week we have an Episcopalian female priest coming in. <laughs> we do? Yeah. You're going to love this woman. She's no, been a friend I, of mine for I, a long no, time. I understand Ta- that. Tommy gonna, likes everybody. Her. I he like loves everyone. people. I love people. There's no question about it. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Laugh it up, yes. pal. You should be a therapist. Yeah. What the hell is your problem? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> exactly. You know, let me close it. You know, I want to ask you this because okay. it, it was your business too. But I have a friend who's a very, very successful psychologist. And I said, what's the most upsetting thing to you that you guess while well, differing? You know, obviously getting call, a call at somebody's little baby died is very difficult to deal with that. He said, but by far the worst is when you get young girls in who've been molested, almost all the time when they come and sit down, they raise their skirt up a little bit. Oh, jeez. Said it just got in their head and they can't get it out of there. Uh, Isn't that just terrible? You know, it's funny, this James Lee Burke novel that Tom gave us, there was a a line in there about that very, very thing. Really? He summed it up perfectly, and it's just escaped my mind right now, so... Pick up uh, James Lee Burke know. and read it. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, that, it, it, did you start yours? Are you a Not James yet, no. Lee Burke fan? Oh yes, absolutely. I am. Yeah, but he's I one of my favorites. He's a really funny guy. He's uh, he lives out in uh, Missoula. And oh right, yeah. He's in. He's older now, but he's a, a very well established. But if you ever meet him, he literally cracks himself up. He, he just roars at his own, you know, I mean, he's really a funny guy. And his novels are not knee slappers. They're about no, the down, no, uh, no, the backside no, of human not. existence and, and, and even rapists. if you read a lot, these are not quick reads. No. I mean, for right. I mean, they're word at a time. A lot of books, yeah. you can just kind of get it as you go. Not James Lee Burke. He's one of the best. The reason I haven't started yet is I'm reading William Goldman's Soldier in the Rain again. Ah. Oh, God, I love that book. One of my favorite books of all time. Now, your buddy, uh, well, our, your late buddy, Mr. Vince Lynn, now Kyle Mills, just mm-hmm. had a new book come out. I don't, do you have him on when he, I mean, I Vince used, was such a big to, deal I here. Heard, I haven't heard a word from him, so I don't know. I, I assume we'll have him on. Yeah, so he, a uh, book published, uh, came out three weeks ago, I would say. Um, and there's still Mitch Rapp books, which are, you know, they're mm-hmm. kind of fun, fast reads. I got to tell you, if... If I don't hear from him, I'm in big trouble because in exactly 25 minutes, I'm going to be sitting in a chair and Vince's younger sister, Sheila, is going to have a knife to my head. I'm getting my hair cut by Sheila Flynn, so ah. I better watch what I'm saying there. Yeah. Working he, sports clips now? 
<laughs> yeah, so I'm going to sports clips. That's I like, exactly right. Vince was such a great guy. He was, great, and, uh, I, he was a, a really great, great guy. Great author and had... You know, he was, he was homely, though. homely, right. had no talent. Well, not a tall, good-looking no, stud. Not I, at all. Saint I love Thomas. reading his books. His uh, I went to St. Thomas and saw all the the characters were named after the teachers that we had. Right. So oh. it's just kind of always neat. Yeah, to, except for one yeah. character, of course, that he named in his book. <laughs> Tommy. But, hey, I heard uh, you did, uh, that uh, Vince put uh, your name in his new book. I said he did. I didn't know. He didn't tell me he was going to do that. He puts my name in as Michelle Bernard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laughing up, go. Vince. Very funny, you pain in the ass. All right, we got to go. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. Thanks, Over and out. Thank See you guys you. next week.